Hello and welcome to this fourth week of Advent. This is New Creation Common Prayer, a daily communal worship practice for followers of Christ. Today's call to worship is from Psalm 62. Only in God do I find rest. My salvation comes from Him. Only God is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I won't be shaken anymore. How long will all of you attack others? How long will you tear them down, as if they were leaning walls or broken down fences? The only desire of this people is to bring others down low. They delight in deception. With their mouths they bless, but inside they're cursing. Oh, I must find rest in God only, because my hope comes from Him. Only God is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I will not be shaken. My deliverance and glory depend on God. God is my strong rock. My refuge is in God. All you people, trust in Him at all times. Pour out your hearts before Him. God is our refuge. Human beings are nothing but a breath. Human beings are nothing but lies. They don't even register on a scale. Taken all together, they are lighter than breath. Don't trust in violence. Don't set false hopes in robbery. When wealth bears fruit, don't set your heart on it. God has spoken one thing. Make it two things that I myself have heard, that strength belongs to God, and faithful love comes from you, my Lord and that you will repay everyone according to their deeds. The text for today all have to do with God's movement in history. God keeps moving in ways that are redemptive and bring newness and cause rejoicing among God's people. The text from Zephaniah are some of the only positive words from this little prophetic book. Zephaniah has spoken words of judgment, but now he can't help but Imagine God's inbreaking newness that causes rejoicing among the people. And not only will the people rejoice, but uniquely God too will rejoice and sing in the midst of the people. The gospel reading is the opening of the gospel of Luke, where Luke tells an amazing story about Zechariah and Elizabeth, remnants of the Old Testament, a priest and a barren woman. But God breaks in and begins to make things new with the birth of a prophet. And even the epistle reading from Titus, the words about elders, have to do with those who are going to participate and lead this people who are moving into God's newness must have lives that reflect that newness as well. Hear the words for today. Our Old Testament reading comes out of Zephaniah chapter 3, beginning in verse 14. Rejoice, daughter Zion, shout, Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has removed your judgment. He has turned away your enemy. The Lord, the King of Israel, is in your midst. You will no longer fear evil. On that day, it will be said to Jerusalem, Don't fear Zion. Don't let your hands fall. The Lord, your God, is in your midst, a warrior bringing victory. He will create calm with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. I will remove from you those worried about the appointed feasts. They have been a burden for her, a reproach. Watch what I am about to do to all your oppressors at that time. I will deliver the lame. I will gather the outcast. 
I will change their shame into praise and fame throughout the earth. At that time, I will bring all of you back. At the time when I gather you, I will give you fame and praise among all the neighboring peoples. When I restore your possessions and you can see them, says the Lord. The epistle text for today is out of Titus, chapter 1. From Paul, a slave of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, I am sent to bring about the faith of God's chosen people and a knowledge of the truth that agrees with godliness. Their faith and this knowledge are based on the hope of eternal life that God, who doesn't lie, promised before time began. God revealed his message at the appropriate time through preaching, and I was trusted with preaching this message by the command of God our Savior. To Titus, my true child in a common faith, grace and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Savior. The reason I left you behind in Crete was to organize whatever needs to be done and to appoint elders in each city, as I told you. Elders should be without fault. They should be faithful to their spouse and have faithful children who can't be accused of self-indulgence or rebelliousness. This is because supervisors should be without fault as God's managers. They shouldn't be stubborn, irritable, addicted to alcohol, a bully, or greedy. Instead, they should show hospitality, love what is good, and be reasonable, ethical, godly, and self-controlled. They must pay attention to the reliable message as it has been taught to them so that they can encourage people with healthy instruction and refute those who speak against it. In fact, there are many who are rebellious people, loudmouths and deceivers, especially some of those who are Jewish believers. They must be silenced because they upset entire households. They teach what they shouldn't to make money dishonestly. Someone who is one of their own prophets said, People from Crete are always liars, wild animals, and lazy gluttons. This statement is true. Because of this, correct them firmly so that they can be healthy in their faith. They shouldn't pay attention to Jewish myths and commands from people who reject the truth. Everything is clean to those who are clean, but nothing is clean to those who are corrupt and without faith. Instead, their mind and conscience are corrupted. They claim to know God, but they deny God by the things that they do. They are detestable, disobedient, and disqualified to do anything good. The Gospel reading for today is Luke chapter 1, verses 1-25. through 25. Many people have already applied themselves to the task of compiling an account of the events that have been fulfilled among us. They used what the original eyewitnesses and servants of the word handed down to us. Now, after having investigated everything carefully from the beginning, I have also decided to write a carefully ordered account for you, most honorable Theophilus. I want you to have confidence in the soundness of the instruction you have received. During the rule of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was a descendant of Aaron. They were both righteous before God, blameless in their observance of all the Lord's commandments and regulations. They had no children because Elizabeth was unable to become pregnant, and they both were very old. One day Zechariah was serving as a priest before God because his priestly division was on duty. Following the customs of priestly service, he was chosen by lottery to go into the Lord's sanctuary and burn incense. All the people who gathered to worship were praying outside during this hour of incense offering. An angel from the Lord appeared to him standing to the right of the altar of incense. 
When Zechariah saw the angel, he was startled and overcome with fear. The angel said, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayers have been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will give birth to your son, and you must name him John. He will be a joy and delight to you. And many people will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the Lord's eyes. He must not drink wine and liquor. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth. He will bring many Israelites back to the Lord their God. He will go forth before the Lord, equipped with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will turn the hearts of fathers back to their children, and he will turn the disobedient to righteous patterns of thinking. He will make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah said to the angel, How can I be sure of this? My wife and I are very old. The angel replied, I am Gabriel. I stand in God's presence. I was sent to speak to you and to bring this good news to you. Know this, what I have spoken will come true at the proper time. But because you didn't believe, you will remain silent, unable to speak until the day when these things happen. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and they wondered why he was in the sanctuary for such a long time. When he came out, he was unable to speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he gestured to them and couldn't speak. When he completed the days of his priestly service, he returned home. Afterward, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant. She kept to herself for five months, saying, This is the Lord's doing. He has shown his favor to me by removing my disgrace among the people.
The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. We'll be reciting it every devotion between our song and prayer time, If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me, and if not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, 
the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. As we head into this prayer time together, I invite you to lift your needs out loud or silently wherever you find yourself as we enter prayer together. Let's pray. Father, we bless your holy name. We thank you for this day that you've given to us. Lord, we pray for your church. Grant that we may be great examples of your love, that we might be unified in your mission for your church today. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering and sick, the poor, the needy. Lord, meet their needs today and help us to extend your love wherever we find ourselves among those who are hurting. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, who we have injured or offended, May they be granted your peace and help us to be peacemakers today. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings in our lives. May we not forget to be thankful during this season. now let's pray the prayer that our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Depart this day with a blessing out of Psalm 115. May the Lord add to your numbers, both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. 
The highest heaven belongs to the Lord, but he gave the earth to all people. The dead don't praise the Lord, nor do those who go down to silence. But us, we will bless the Lord from now until forever from now. Praise the Lord. Go in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, today. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministry by visiting nampacollegechurch.com, including our many services this week in honor of Christmas. Today's hymn was Do It Again, performed by Carrie and Noah Daniels. It was mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was by Carly Bartlett. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Erica Vaughn. And today's gospel reading was by Scott Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.